0: Hello and welcome to the Utah Film Pod. My name is Josh Terry. I'll be your host and my co-host Danny Hatch will be along shortly along with our old friend Mark LaRocco as we give you the 2022 Oscar preview. Broadcast is coming up this weekend and we've got plenty to say about that Uh, but before we get to that I'd like to take some time to talk about uh, the new offering on the big screen this weekend which is The Lost City starring Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. It's kind of a Uh, rom-com adventure quite similar in more than one way to romancing the stone if you remember that one from the 80s back with uh, michael douglas and kathleen turner this is kind of a similar setup where sandra bullock plays a writer named loretta sage and she has spent her career uh, writing romance novels and she's actually had a lot of success with one particular series with some specific characters and channing tatum plays Alan, who is a model and happens to be the model who is used for the cover of all of uh, Loretta's books. So they have kind of a, an awkward, uneasy relationship because uh, Loretta doesn't particularly want to be a romance novelist. She actually had a more uh, traditional, uh, you know, maybe more academic writing aspirations early on, uh, as we learn more about as the movie goes on. And uh, they are about to embark on a book tour where she has to promote her latest book in the series and Alan comes along because as much as the fans love the books they actually seem to kind of adore and love Alan uh, the beefcake even more and as they are about to set off on this new tour uh, Loretta gets kidnapped by a super wealthy uh, I wouldn't quite call him a super villain but uh, he is played by Harry Potter we got uh, Daniel Radcliffe as Fairfax And uh, as it turns out, uh, Fairfax believes that Loretta is the key to finding this lost treasure. Uh, And this kind of ties into Loretta's side interest and actual expertise on uh, ancient treasures and and interpreting runes and such. And so the long and short of it is that uh, Loretta and Alan both wind up out in the uh, on an island in the Atlantic Ocean, trying to find this lost treasure and trying to evade Fairfax and and his evil henchmen, and it's you know kind of a romantic comedy set against this you know tropical adventure. Um, so again, if you've seen *Romancing the Stone*, it's kind of the same thing, and so that can be good and bad, right? Because it's it's effectively. You know the same idea which means it's not really the most original concept out there um, and honestly uh, the story didn't do a whole lot for me uh, either i really like the idea and uh, the the cast uh, you know the characters it's a lot of fun this is really the kind of movie that is going to be carried or is going to fall based on its lead roles and fortunately uh you know Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum seem to have a lot of fun together and they have pretty good chemistry and so I think for the most part people kind of kind of enjoy this as a easily dismissed uh, rom-com adventure um that you know with a little more distance and perspective you realize could have been a lot better uh after kind of a fun setup um and a pretty decent you know finale uh most of the middle just kind of didn't really do it for me and it was kind of tough to tough to hold my attention. Um, frankly now, uh, outside of, you know, the highlight of, uh, Bullock and Tatum, the real draw to this movie. Um, I don't know that I would say this is worth spending full price to see it alone, but, uh, Brad Pitt plays a pretty, it's, it's more than a cameo. It's a, it's, it's definitely kind of a supporting role. Um, but he has, he has a, uh, a featured part in the film that, uh, if it's not worth the price of admission by itself, um, it's probably the closest you're going to come to a real, real draw. And it's a lot of fun. So, so I would say that, uh, you know, for that alone, you won't feel like you've thrown your money away. Um, but it's probably not going to leave you with the most satisfied feeling either. Um, you know, I mean, there's some, decent action sequences, and, you know, this is obviously a lot more based around kind of comedy and romantic chemistry and stuff like that, and uh, and those kind of elements, you know, just, just based on the cast and the people you have involved, they're present, but not to the degree that uh, the fairly uninventive story really makes up for its own shortcomings, because um, it's, it's really... It felt to me like one of those movies where you had some really interesting parts with some great potential that uh, were kind of put through the motions and didn't really add up to what they definitely should have. It's fun to have, you know, Daniel Radcliffe does a good job. Uh, he's he's not exactly the most menacing villain, but in a movie like this, you know, you're not really looking for a menacing villain per se. Uh, you just kind of need an antagonist. And uh, again, it's really... You know Brad Pitt that kind of steals the show here. So overall, I would give Lost City two and a half to three stars out of four, probably leaning more towards the two and a half rating. Um, now, in terms of the movie rating, uh, it is PG-13, and you know it doesn't have a whole lot in terms of you know there's there's really nothing in terms of of violence or or profanity that's really out of the ordinary. Uh, there's kind of an extended joke involving. Uh, leeches enchanting Tatum or his stunt double's backside—that seems to go on a little bit longer than necessary. And so, depending on your feelings about that, uh, that could be off-putting or the main draw to the film, I guess. Um, it just kind of struck me as—you know—when you when you include something for comedy purposes, sometimes a quick shot is all you need, and then sometimes it just kind of seems like. The shot just kind of goes on and on and on and okay we get the joke that's okay wow there's still a butt on screen that's so you know just for the sake of knowing and you can judge accordingly so the lost city features sandra bullock channing tatum somebody's backside and a great cameo slash supporting role from brad pitt Okay, well now it's time to shift gears a little bit and talk about the uh, the quote-unquote big event that's coming up, he said sarcastically. <laughs> we got uh, the Oscars and to uh, to have a little preview Oscar discussion type thing, mm-hmm. we're bringing back our friend Mark LaRocco. Mark, welcome <laughs> back to the Utah Film Pod. Thank you. Always so good long. to have you. Yeah, To have your insights. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so here's here's my first question. Should we even care?
1: Yes. About the Oscars? I
2: love the Oscars. I oh, you guys,
1: it. come on. We're. <laughs> Danny and I are Oscar nerds. Probably. Yeah, well, kay. to be
2: fair, there's such a history there. Like, I think I told you that was one thing I loved about um, Life is Beautiful. The moment that he won the Oscar for that movie is just mm-hmm. the most happy thing I have ever witnessed. There are these great moments. Kay. Or, like, for Goodwill Hunting, when Matt Damon and. Um, Ben Affleck were, like, making up their thank yous on the spot because they didn't think they would win. Like, there are just so many or, great Or movies. when they
0: announced the wrong movie is the best picture and, oh. and didn't actually win. Yeah. What
2: a great meme. Um.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what a great
1: meme.
0: Because <laughs> I almost I almost <laughs> feel like watching the Oscars is kind of like watching NASCAR, where, like, a lot of the people aren't really interested in the race. They're just interested
1: in the crashes. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I don't really like the cringy stuff when they have a <laughs> – let's say a host that just obviously or a presenter that just did not prepare can't read Mm -hmm. any of the words or the timing on their jokes is off because they probably looked at the teleprompter one time i don't really appreciate that i love it when they have really funny engaging hosts that have topical humor and Maybe a little bit of edgy humor, like the Ricky <laughs> well, Gervais That's, why I've liked, that's you know,
2: exactly what I was going to say. That's why I've loved the Golden Globes a little more than the Oscars in recent years, because they'll bring on Ricky Gervais, and he just nails it every time. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, he skewers everybody in the industry. Oh, it's Everyone so in the good. room. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's not pandering jokes for the people in the room. It's, he, he but says pandering he does to the, the audience. Right. He says he does the jokes for the 200 million people watching at home, or probably more like 20 million or... I, don't I was going to say, Oscars two, now at two thirds like of 20. the population of the United States. <laughs> yeah, is no, not I can't remember the, the number he said, but yeah, it was. I mean, the, the, the Oscars and Golden Globes used to get pretty good ratings. I, I think oh, those yeah. days are long gone. Uh, but. Well, and that's,
0: yeah. but isn't that kind of the hard question, though? Is that, are are the declining ratings more symptomatic of the fact that people just don't watch TV? collectively, is event television the way they used to? Or is it because people are tired of being preached to? And you know, cause part, part I, my, of my answer is, is it's, it's a combination. Yeah, it's, a combination. Yeah. it's, it's always yeah. a combination. I think more,
1: it's actually a second and third thing. I think the first thing it's not because you can look at ratings of NFL games, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, they're still really, really high. And when, actually, That's when you true. look at TV ratings, I mean, on any yeah. given month or week, most of it is gonna be NFL games, most of the top rated Mm -hmm. shows. So for a live event, that's which the Oscars are, a live event where people are going to win and lose, just like a football game, they just Mm -hmm. don't do well. And so I think it's the second explanation, which is the sort of woke uh, political nonsense and people having to share their political opinions or constantly talk about diversity When they're talking about an award or a movie or who's nominated i mean it's just it seems to be every you have to just hear it all the time you know not that it's a bad thing it's just the number one topic it seems like um yeah i think people get a little tired of that and then the other problem i think the third problem is um if you look at movies that are big time oscar winners even 15 20 years ago like the lord of the rings return of the king which was the Mm -hmm. biggest movie of the year and won 11 oscars or titanic in 97 you know, the 98 awards or, um, I mean, and, and and the last few years, a lot of the, not only the winners, but all the nominees are movies that hardly anyone has seen. Hardly any, just like normal yeah. Joe Schmo off the street has seen. So they don't have any reason to watch the ceremony unless they're, they want to see a, some funny banter between actors or, you know, so that's my, that's my theory. The next
0: Adele Dazeem moment. Yeah,
1: Adele Dazeem from John Travolta.
2: <laughs> I also think there haven't been like a lot of, Wow factor movies, and maybe it's because we're so used to seeing a lot of great, you know, huge things like mm. you know, the special effects in Dune and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's huge, big mm. scale, but it's like we're so used to that that it's like you can't be wowed like how we were with Lord of the Rings when it first came out or Titanic. Like, yeah, I, I think we need to have these. I don't know,
1: I maybe a higher the...
2: caliber or something like something well, that is more wow.
1: You, we need to, and we need it not to be superhero movies. That's the problem is so many of the yeah. big, budget, big budget movies are, are deliberately spent on movies that are kind of B movies. Like I mm-hmm. think Ebert described them once as like B movies with A movie budgets. So those are never going to yeah. be win or, win or be nominated for the Oscars, other than the occasional Black Panther or something <laughs> that was nominated and actually won a few Oscars in, in sort of yeah. in the technical categories. So yeah. you just don't see that anymore all yeah. that the money goes toward so many of those superhero movies and then you know this with how well spider-man no way home did that's just once again reinforced that that a lot of the money is going to go toward those movies because it just blew everything out of the water for the last four months rather right. yeah. than the Batman, well and
0: kind of a, a related a related kind of issue um you know you mentioned lord of the rings and you know when when that trilogy came out it was just really really unique to have such a big kind of franchise fantasy production (laughs) to have a movie come out every year Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: right because they were all filmed at once over like a year and a half and then they spent the next four years you know five years produced doing post-production but Mm
3: -hmm.
0: what I remember as a kid was you know part one's going to come out this year and I'm going to have to wait three years for the next one and then three years after that for the next one, and the big franchise things, it wasn't like a every single year. Let alone we're going to get you know two, two or, or three, three Marvel movies this year. Oh yeah, and we're going to get one to two Star Wars movies this year, and we're going to get a couple of DC movies this year, and it's all. And we're going to get a reboot of this you know Terminator franchise this year. And yeah, and so I think that I think that part of it is that yeah, it's it's just kind of the superhero thing is become kind of redundant, mm-hmm. but I think it's also just that it's too much of a good thing, and you know eight year old Josh would would laugh out loud to think that there would ever come a time where I'd be sick of getting new Star Wars movies every year mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't think it's a good thing you yeah. know i think i th- I think it this stuff it burns itself out yeah and and it's there's not as much of a reason to be excited when it's just you know. Oh yeah, well, and then we'll get another one next year, and there'll be another one a year after that. And mm-hmm. in the meantime, there will be two or three more of this. And oh yeah, there's going to be some new Jurassic, you know, Jurassic Park movies too. And yeah, and so I, I think just kind of like the volume of
1: it, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's but, uh, that's my complaint, or kind of what I was, I was saying it on another podcast about everything is now like a reboot or a remake or a three. Have you been cheating on us? <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> No, this same podcast uh you know i don't remember what, whatever number we're on um 14 but like i yeah I, it's if you look see I, i've done this before i've gone to box office mojo.com which they revamped yeah. their website to make it more confusing about a year and a half ago <laughs> unfortunately but you can still do it you can look up the year by year box office movies, like say the top 10, I mean, it shows all the movies, but you could just, you know, look at the top 10 box office draws um, basically since about 1982 or 83. And if you look at them right now, almost all of them are non-original IP. They're, they're unoriginal content, like, you know, they're remakes or sequels or whatever, or Marvel movies, you know, and, um, if you go even 15 or 20 or 30 years ago, almost all of them are original movies, other than, yeah. like, you know, a Star Wars every three years in the early 80s, or, you know, and Back to the Future was original, but then there's this two sequels, and and, and there's a few movies that are, that are, you know, it's a sequel or whatever that's going to be a, the big movie of the year, but mm-hmm. normally, seven or eight out of the ten biggest movies of the year were completely original, sometimes original yeah. screenplays. And that was yeah. exciting, I think. And those, a lot of those are the movies that are nominated for Oscars. Now it's so often. I mean, sometimes it's one out of ten is an original movie,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know.
1: And so, they gets get the big box office. Right, They gets the big yeah. box office. And, and then so, well, best you know, picture
2: it, are going to be those ones that were original, right? Right, so, right. Yeah, and Bex, no one yeah. saw those. Yeah, yeah a
1: sequel yeah. never ever wins best picture, other than Lord of the Rings three and Godfather two. And they're mm-hmm. al- almost never even nominated. Well, and,
0: and Return of the King, the way I took it at the time was they were, this was their way of awarding the, the entire whole trilogy. Oh, yeah, for right? sure. Because it wouldn't make sense to give Fellowship of the Ring Best Picture, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. Two Towers for the same reason. But mm-hmm. Which I yeah. kind
1: of agree with. I usually don't like those, those sort of faux, you know, Lifetime Achievement <laughs> Oscars or whatever. Like, we're uh-huh. really rewarding you for past work because we just like you so much. But that one, I was happy. I was really happy when oh, that one won. For sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, that was that was good. And well, it. And I think it's curious too, not to extend this particular discussion too long. But you know, when you talk about it, I know that right now there is a really, really strong impetus to mine the nostalgia of you know our generation. Generation, generation X. X yep, right. Exactly. And so, so when we're talking about remakes and reboots and stuff, a lot of times it's remakes and reboots of things that came out in the 80s, -hmm. you know, or even, you know, the 70s with Star Wars. And so, so it makes me think, okay, well, so 20 years from now, it's not going to be a nostalgia for our generation, right? Mm -hmm. Is it just going to be that, well,
1: we're just going to keep remaking the
0: same. Well, yeah, because, you know, I mean, what original franchises from, say, the 2000s, are people going to want to go back and reboot? I mean, are there? Any, the
2: I mean, are there? Are there dystopians, any? Excuse me, like our Twilight the, the what, the and Hunger now? Games,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Divergent, and Twilight, exactly. and The Maze Runner, and they have oh, even yep. do another Harry Potter. Hey, let's put it this way: yep. if they,
0: if somebody remakes Twilight twenty years from now, <laughs> I owe you guys
1: a taco. That's, uh, <laughs> And Rob, Guys, get on Rob, it.
2: Hurry. Rob
1: Pattinson's son. Rob Pattinson's son would be epic <laughs> pulling. And I don't even know if he has kids, but that's how it's uh, got to wow. be. Well,
2: he's got to get started. He's got to get on this.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my no, but I just Because I, I, I think that there's a really significant factor is that, yeah. you know, we kind of rotate through the nostalgia for certain decades. You know, because when, when I was growing up, and I'm sure, Mark, you noticed this a lot as well, there was a, a real high degree of affection for 1960s era popular mm-hmm. culture, like especially with music mm-hmm. and not, not as much with movies, but definitely with, you know, music, yeah. the Beatles and, and classic rock radio and, and all that kind of stuff. And so, anyway, you know, we, and I remember later on, it kind of became cool to reference the seventies and even disco for a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and, and now of course the eighties is huge. I just, I just read a book actually from one of my favorite authors on the nineties and uh and so i think that that'll i think that it would just kind of naturally go in that direction but but if we're not creating new franchises now what are we going to be what are the, what for? are the nostalgia people going to do mm-hmm. in, yeah.
2: in no, 20 that's years fair. so so superhero so. movies that's going to be it yeah.
1: yeah Yep.
2: man remember when we used to watch all these things <laughs>
1: So What about this yeah. year's Oscars? What, you guys what about this year's Oscars? <laughs> what about them? Okay. well, mm-hmm. so I have
0: opened up I've got the uh, Oscars.org in front of me Same. and uh, we're not gonna we don't have to go through all of these, but I don't know.
2: Well something funny. Just... So I went through and I kind of just like picked my favorite in each category except probably documentary because I, I know nothing about any of this. Um, but like I noticed for everything I was writing, I have my prediction. But then I have a, or maybe Dune (laughs) for a lot of them. Because I feel like Dune did a lot of good things, but it's like they weren't quite the best in any of these. But I'm like, if this person doesn't win, I'm looking at the rest of the list, and Dune is probably the best. So it's just, I I don't know. I thought that was a funny pattern popping up for me. I don't think I'd really pick them for anything, but they're a good runner-up.
1: Well, and Dune, (laughs) that's a good example for you, like, wanting to choose Dune or hoping that it wins. Like that's the biggest box office movie out of all the ones that are nominated for best picture. That's true. And it's not even close. I mean, yeah. it's the only one to go yeah. over a hundred yeah. million. Right. Um, so yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm looking through this list and I'm definitely, I mean, I, I've seen a number of these, these movies and these performances and I can, you know, vouch for the fact that they're, that they're good. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny cause I, I attend an Oscar party every year and part of the the tradition is that we always have to fill out our ballots <laughs> and i always just go through and i just google uh you know the uh the vegas odds for each category <laughs> and then i just pick out <laughs> which one and i usually do pretty well based on that yes. even though if i just had to kind of arbitrarily pick up myself i would never be even close like i i have no idea i i'm looking at the the nominees for actor in a leading role and
2: actor in a leading
0: sure. role Sure. Actor? Yeah, with okay, the, you know, okay. Javier Bardem. This I is can one tell of, you the, who's This, this is the, the match. one.
2: Yeah. This is the one that I feel strongest about. And okay. you probably know why, Josh. But it is Oh, because
0: because you're so into Will Smith. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or no, it was, <laughs> was it one. was
0: Javier Bardem, right?
2: No, okay, listen. Andrew Garfield, I've learned <laughs> so much about with this role. And like let me tell you, he just he deserves an Oscar anyway. I love him. But for this, so this is who you want. This is who I want, and who. Do you
0: think he's gonna win?
2: I think he should because I think. So here's the. I know you, I you
0: think he should. I know you want him, but do you no, think he's going to win? no, 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 no. I win? think he
2: should because here's the thing. I feel like actor in a leading role and actress in a leading role. It's always like who gives the most to their performances, right? Like who worked the hardest. That's why, like Leonardo DiCaprio, that's how he finally got his Oscar.
1: He was like or eating like, raw raw. Bear I know meat exactly. Yeah. Or like Anne
2: Hathaway for. with Lamez. You know, she had her hair cut off. You know, so, so it's like, you know, Such it's, it's who's, who's giving the most, right?
1: <laughs> like, like that, Leonardo DiCaprio had to eat raw bear meat and like get hypothermia, <laughs> and kept, and Hathaway had to get a haircut. And, <laughs> but
2: I feel like for these, like. From what I can see with everyone listed here, Andrew Garfield, for a year, he was, like, in vocal training. He didn't know how to sing beforehand. Um, Something I heard about, um, in reference to Les Mis, where it's, like, those who already had singing, um, like, singing histories and everything, they were kind of the worst-off performances in that movie, whereas those who received vocal training specifically for the movie because they didn't have the bad habits or anything like that, like... They sing a lot better, and like, let me tell you, Andrew Garfield's performance in Tick, Tick, Boom is incredible. His voice is amazing, like it's just it's mm-hmm. so, so, so good. So I really do think he deserves that one. Out of anyone, but who do you think's gonna win? I, th- I think he has to because like out of anyone, I could see ha- Javier it's, Bardem. It's like...
1: gonna be Will Smith. But anyway, go on.
2: Are you? <laughs> okay, but like, did you guys see King Richard?
1: No. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I just have read enough. Okay. It's okay. good. Know that he he okay, does a good, good job. He does a really oh, uh, good job. No,
2: he does an amazing job. It's just like like in anything. I think he's great. But like I don't know. You I don't have a just... crush
0: on him, so
2: No, it's not the crush <laughs> thing.
0: I'm it's sorry, I'm effort. sorry.
2: <laughs> Anyhow, but like the same goes for um best supporting actress who um I should I have think...
0: been Anna Dier Moss.
2: Oh my gosh, you're killing me
0: here. <laughs> so no, seriously, I thought she was awesome. Wait, wait, who did you say? Anna Diarmas, in uh, No No Time to Die. She's in also
1: in um, James Bond Knives Out. You yeah, wanna, she's in Knives yeah, Out
0: no,
2: for her little cameo. Is she? Being... I know it was
0: just about a. Cam- she was like there for ten minutes. I know, but that was the best part of the movie.
2: Okay, that okay. To be fair, that was the best part of the movie. But I mean, like West Side Story, Ariana DeVos, like
0: she yeah, has to good. get. <laughs> You think she's going to get it she's she going to, to yeah. get it
2: oh my goodness that wasn't josh these performances were so good right they deserve to be recognized
1: here's the thing here's it has nothing to do with how good the performances are so I, if you want to have the will win should win you know conversation the will win is really almost always if you look at the history it's based on who's got a the momentum the narrative the story behind them and also b this is actually more the predictor, who has already won the big awards. So Will Smith won the mm-hmm. SAG award. He won the BAFTA. He won the Critics' Choice. He's won the awards that are like precursors to the Oscars. And yeah. so it would actually be a big shocker if he didn't win Best Actor. No, but he and garfield got seen... the
2: Golden Globe.
1: Right, right. But there's two Golden Globes for Best Actor, right? There's, there's drama and there's music comedy. Um, they, uh, they have more fair. categories. And so like... I think Will Smith will probably win. Now, I ha- I loved Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom. I mean, he probably deserves it. That song, Therapy, is so hard to sing. It has these really, <laughs> really fast parts that are
3: yeah.
1: not a lot of people can sing and sound good, and, and he and uh, Vanessa Hudgens just kill it. And so mm-hmm. I he probably deserves it. Now, I, I thought all along it was actually going to be Benedict Cumberbatch, but... Because he hasn't been winning all of the other industry awards the last couple months, I just, I think it's going to be Will Smith. Plus, there's probably okay. a bunch of people in the Academy that just want to see Will Smith get up and give a great speech, you know, like he's yeah. been giving, uh, you know, Has like referencing the, the Williams. No, he's never, he's only been nominated, okay. I think, That might once. be
2: another factor. No,
1: twice. Yeah. He was nominated for Ali, and I think one I was other say, time. I was going to say, that one... I'm not sure. Ch- I can't remember maybe any other degrees of separation or one of those older movies, but I think he has, yeah. he has at least one nomination, maybe two. Um, so yeah, I think he's going to win, but I, I think Benedict Cumberbatch or Garfield probably deserve it. I mean, Cumberbatch yeah. so good in power, of the dog, um, just he trained for a long time. He really was kind of like this method actor that, cause he's very, very mean in it. He's just cutting and cold and, and just biting to everyone around him, and and they you know they say it's like the complete opposite of his real personality, and he has to act like a Montana rancher. I mean he's a British guy. I think when he gets really angry, the accent kind of gets away from him a little bit, maybe a tiny bit, but um, yeah. But I and I haven't seen *Being the Ricardos* or *The Tragedy of Macbeth*, so yeah.
0: um, I saw *Being the Ricardos*. Javier Bardem definitely does a good job. Um, I don't know that i saw anything that would make me say he was like the best of the year mm-hmm. yeah. um, tragedy of Macbeth is like one of the most visually like it's this crazy black and white you know really really intense and denzel washington i think does a really good job and i have to say i think because for the life of me i have no idea what he was talking <laughs> about <this movie. laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't yeah, think that, I. Was... that was
0: some of the most impenetrable <laughs> Shakespeare I've ever heard in my life.
1: I don't know if I would enjoy that. I, I, I know it's on Apple TV, so I do plan to mm-hmm. watch it, but I'm not it's not high on the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, let's let's move on. We're certainly not going to have enough time to get into all these categories like this. Oh, yeah, um, let's let's jump over. Let's let's look at uh, how about actress in a leading role? Um, Any, uh,
2: well, I was thinking when you were talking about Javier Bardem, like I think the big thing with being the Ricardos was Nicole Kidman as yeah, Lucille Ball. Yeah, I agree. So that's my guess. That I'll go there, but it could be Kristen Stewart for um, Spencer.
0: She did a really good job. Like that one, I don't know. That was such a weird because that was such a surreal movie.
1: Yeah, it was. I. It was, it was, yeah. It was in her head so much, and I didn't realize. Yeah. I mean, it just took place like over a, a weekend. I right. I, was, right, I I, wanted to like it more. I wanted to like her more because I'd heard so much about it, and I, I, felt there were times where it was just kind of affected and over. She was almost overdoing it a little bit, but, mm-hmm. but I mean, she's been nominated for a lot of things, and she's kind of the the dark horse right now um, of, of that category. Like she could win it. That was, a, you know what, yeah. here, here's one reason why this category is so tough to predict. For basically the first time ever in the BAFTAs, which usually has a lot of Oscar overlap, there were mm-hmm. five completely different women nominated for Best Actress. None of these oh, five wow. were nominated for the BAFTA. It was really bizarre. Did wow. Amelia Jones get nominated? No, what was she, what was she in? Was that she's Coda? Coda?
0: She's the lead in Coda.
1: She might have actually. I,
0: and she was she was my choice overall. It, I thought she was. Awesome. It was
1: like Joanna Scanlon. I know Lady Gaga was nominated there because a lot of people thought mm, she would yeah. get nominated for the Oscar. Um, I think maybe Amelia Jones was, but yeah, this is. So I've been hearing that Jessica Chastain may may actually get it, and um, I could switch that
0: too. Which would be interesting because I saw I saw that movie. And she gives a really interesting, like, she gives a good performance, but I almost wonder if it would be undercut by the fact that it's such a cartoonish character that it seems like her performance is cartoonish. Does that make oh, sense? Oh, yeah. Tammy Where Faye it's like, looks, instead
1: of being... She looks like yeah. a cartoon. I mean, I'm not right. trying to be disrespectful, but, I mean, her eye her eyeshadow well, and her makeup...
2: Which is just, why they'll probably win makeup, honestly.
1: Yeah. The, way, she the way that
0: she speaks yeah. and behaves, right? So, I mean, she she was such a, you know, kind of abnormal, bizarre personality that in order to portray that faithfully without coming off like you're just trying to be this weird over-the-top, you know? So I almost, like I said, I almost wondered if that would work against her, but I guess, you know, she's got a nomination, so.
1: Yeah, and she's never That's won. It. She's she's beloved in Hollywood. She's never won. She's been great in you know, The Help and Zero Dark Thirty and a bunch of those movies. She's been nominated. Um, I think she'll probably win. Olivia Coleman, I hear, is an amazing performance, but probably won't win just because she just won like two years ago or three years yeah, ago. Yeah, right, right. Um, Nicole Kidman's already won. Penelope Cruz has already true. won. Um, so I don't know. I, I hear a lot of people would be surprised if Nicole Kidman won because being the Ricardos, maybe shouldn't have gotten that many nominations. I, I don't know. It's it kind of got a lot for.
0: You know, with 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 the benefit of a little bit of hindsight now, because i watched this in kind of a rush of movies back in kind of November, December. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking back on it now and I'm thinking, yeah, no, that was a good movie, but it wasn't like amazing. And so, you know, it's it's sometimes sometimes it's kind of hard to tell in the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, with with a couple of months to reflect on it, it's not sticking with me the way that others others have yeah um, okay so you guys might be upset but i'm just going to jump ahead let's look at do uh, let's do big let's talk about best picture all right
2: no i, I was just going to say real quick um i could tell you someone who i thought was snubbed for uh, sound and visual effects it should have been godzilla versus kong <laughs> I don't know why. I don't. And know Mecha why.
0: Godzilla should have been Best Supporting Actor. It really should
2: have. <laughs> Anyhow, sorry. So Best Picture, a, jumping a, from s- that. sincerely,
0: if a, you know, if if we can just kind of throw in one snub, <laughs> I think I think that Belfast was completely underappreciated I, for I did feel cinematography. Mm-hmm. I I thought that that movie just looked, and this is, you know, if I if I can throw my own credibility out here, like just with. With a a photography background, yeah, you just have to love that movie. Yeah.
1: So, so here's the rule of snubs. Which one would you take out of the cinematography category? uh,
0: Let me scroll up. Hold on a second. Let me. So, okay. So I didn't see Nightmare Alley. I so I mean that would be the easy choice, right? Because I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw half of Power of the Dog, um, but it was a beautiful dreary landscape, you know, type of thing. Macbeth, I already mentioned, was really great. I mean, they're all good. And Dune, I mean, Dune looks really, really cool. I, West Side Story is interesting because I almost, it's almost like the, the choreography and the cinematography were so tied together yeah. that that maybe I would like favor the choreography side of it and drop the cinematography. That but might be more I of I also, like
2: a director kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I also yeah. but I also can't say that the cinematography wasn't really good it because was. it was. Yeah. What? yeah,
1: maybe they need to have a best choreography category in the Oscars,
0: or maybe they just need to have ten nominees <laughs> <Yeah>. for every <laughs> category <laughs> <Not> for everything, <laughs> just so Belfast can get its due. Uh, you know, uh, I, I okay. was
2: very surprised by that one, but I do hope that they get best director for that reason.
1: Oh, for I for Branagh, yeah. yeah. So. So I need to back up a minute. Did you say you've seen half of The Power of the Dog? Yeah. Is it the first half? Yeah. Oh, okay. We got to talk after you watch the rest of it. We got to talk. <laughs> I'm not going to watch the rest oh, of it. Oh, okay. All right.
0: No, so so I I was kind of like trying to cruise through as many movies as, as I could justify taking the time to do before like the big uh, Critic Association vote. And I knew that this one had been getting some – you know, some publicity. And so it's like, okay, well, I kind of had this policy where I'm going to, I'm going to put the movie on and a half hour into it. If I'm engaged and interested, I'll go ahead and keep watching. And if I kind of know already that like, nah, sorry, it's not doing it for me. I'm not gonna waste my time. Right. Because I'm, I'm exclusively looking for things that I'm going to vote for. Yeah. And so, so I started on empower the dog and it's like half hour in, I was kind of, God, this is just, you know, kind of miserable and, Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch is so mean and blah, 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 and all this. And it's like, okay, well I'm gonna I'll I'll give it a little longer. I'll give it another ten minutes. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it another twenty minutes. Okay, I'll give it an hour. I'm halfway through this. And it's just like, nope, I'm done.
1: Oh, I'm done. okay. I'm not because I just
0: and and then of course I go to the meeting and everybody's talking about how, oh, it has such an awesome ending. And it just you just gotta oh. take the two hours to get there. And I'm just thinking,
1: <laughs> not I am it. not
0: going, you know, yeah. I, it, it, even if, if I, as a critic, am, am unwilling to sit through two hours of this movie to get to this great ending, why on earth is anybody who is not, you know, just like kind of your regular audience, you can't make them sit around for two hours uh-huh. and and slog through it just because there's this great payoff at the end. And I don't know. So, okay because I know it's supposed to have like this, but then I'll tell you what. I already guessed the twist anyway.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: I already, I could see that coming.
1: You could see it. Well, I, I was really oh, yeah. engrossed with it. I, I love the acting in it. And I like the Greenwood score, the music with by Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. And, mm. um, yeah,
0: and the, the cinematography I was, looks really good. Yeah, you know? I,
1: was, I was into it. I, I was surprised. I mean, I were, honestly, there were actually a couple of parts I fast forwarded. So I wasn't excited to see male <laughs> nudity. So I didn't watch the whole movie but oh. i um watched you know 95% of it and uh i yeah i think it's great in fact i kind of want to watch it again so maybe i'll watch it again for you to make up for your one the <laughs> <time> you <didn't laughs> watch you go, the you go
0: ahead time. you you watch it a second time and then you can argue with yourself <laughs> <one.
1: laughs> yeah so should we talk about <laughs> okay best picture? yeah let's let's picture, jump back into it yeah. okay. okay
0: guys let's uh, let's move on to best picture I know we don't we we'd love to be able to break down all these categories but let's uh, let's hit the big ones okay um, best picture we have ten nominees is that right mm-hmm. yeah and uh, so basically like everything that came out last year has been nominated <laughs> for best picture um, except Spider Man uh, except except oh. Spider Man except Spider Man now I'm okay so I'm looking through these and I'm saying. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six movies I've watched in their entirety. Mm -hmm. Two movies I started and did not finish. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Two movies I did not even start. What did you not finish
1: besides The Power of the Dog?
0: Okay, yeah, so I only watched half of Power of the Dog. I only watched about the first 15 minutes of Drive My Car, um, which I believe put me about two hours and forty five minutes short of the final credits.
1: Mm-hmm. And I've heard the opening credits start forty-five minutes in. That's right. I heard that after. No, I was I
0: was talking to I was talking to Steve Sales. and he's I was just telling I was like yeah no I, I kind of started that one and didn't didn't get into it. And I don't know. Because there's a lot of these that we that we watch in order to kind of have a vote and be
2: familiar. You know, when I'm
0: when I'm trying to crank through so many movies, if it's apparent early on that I'm not really connecting with it, then well yeah, you know, I'm sorry. And so, so with drive my car, it's like I get like 10, 15 minutes into this thing, and it's like this is slow. This is like a slow, dreary movie about. Oh my gosh, it's like it's like these sex scenes and these this dialogue about some womaning having an affair or something. And it's just, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm out. not going to spend my time with this. Slow
1: burn, yeah.
0: Not going to, you know. And, and, and this was kind of pitched the same way. It's like, oh, well, it's, it's really long, and it's really kind of slow, but it's so good. And it's just, I'm sorry. I'm just not. Yeah, I hear critics say. I have other things to do.
1: I've noticed when critics use certain phrases, almost like little keywords, code words, when they say slow burn or patient or deliberate, deliberate pacing, yeah. those are like code right. words for boring. Basically, right, <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. right, and and there and and there was there was nothing that was suggesting that this was worth yeah going all the way through it. Sometimes it's worth and it. So,
1: yeah, sometimes you p- you power through a movie and you're like, I'm glad I, I watched that. And other times you're like, not for me. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. and I feel I, like you right, can right.
2: you can get that sense too. Like, yeah. I mean, partway part way through Turning Red, I knew like I'm I no, I, I'm I can it. see where this is yeah. going. I'm not going to care for the payoff or you know some yeah. So. yeah.
1: Palm Springs was one of those. I watched about the first 15 minutes of I, that. Yeah, and then me too. I, And then there were just some scenes in there, and there was enough swearing, and then there was a scene in there that I was just like, all right, yeah, I'm not going to do this. Um, no,
0: I think I think I turned it off when, like, he looks in the window and his, right. his wife or his girlfriend is uh, – uh, Something's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it's like, okay, yeah, Thanks, so sorry, much for that. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, so in the interest of time, let's get to the important stuff. Let's talk about the Best Picture nominees. I'm seeing I'm seeing 10, 10 movies here. I'm seeing six that I saw. I'm seeing a couple that I saw part of and two that I didn't see at all. How, how are you guys? How did you?
1: I'm very, you got a, very ashamed. You, our you, our got a better, you got a better batting no. average well, than that? I, I've <laughs> seen is, three of these movies. I've seen three, so I have to abstain from voting. Although I'll give my opinions about all of them. (laughs) Yes. Well, I think that's why I wanted to uh... talk
2: about all the other ones because I've really enjoyed how a lot of films were very specifically gifted in certain areas, you know. But as Mm -hmm. far as like a best picture, I don't think there's anything I'm really rooting for because the ones that I did see, they were definitely good movies. Um, Okay. Well, let's let's
0: let's hear what you guys did see. Mark, Mark, you go ahead. You said you saw three of them? I saw Coda, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Okay. Danny? So
2: I saw Don't Look Up, Dune, and West Side Story.
0: Okay, so did you both say West Side Story? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so I also saw West Side Story. Is that the only one that all three of us saw? Uh, did you not see Coda, Josh? I saw Coda. I, I did not see Coda. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dan. Danny didn't see Coda. Still, uh, and that's, and that's why that's yeah. why Danny doesn't know that Coda should win is because she well, hasn't seen okay. it. That's the only reason.
2: Because of what you've said and because of what I've heard from a lot of people, that's probably the one I'm rooting for because it feels more like the underdog. Yeah. It feels like a good original story, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if not that one, I, I'm I could see Westside winning, but also because like it Me won too. in the past, that might work against it. Belfast could win as well. The rest of them, I'm I don't see them winning.
0: It's you know. Here, okay. So here are the ones that I would be surprised to see win. Okay. I would be totally shocked if Don't Look Up won.
2: Oh right? my gosh! Yeah.
0: I would be really surprised if Dune won, not because I didn't like it, but because I just don't see it as the kind of movie that's going to win exactly. against these these options. Exactly. Um, Nightmare Alley. I I did not see.
2: Uh, but I'm still with you on. All,
0: all I'd this be surprised stuff. if Drive My Car, because I know I know that Drive My Car kind of has some has a following mm-hmm. but in terms of being kind of like the the outsider foreign film to win I don't get the sense that it has near the same uh quality as uh um Parasite.
1: No, it doesn't. Parasite is a genre thriller. It was fun. It was very popular. Yeah. Um right. drive my car I've heard is a deliberately paced patient slow burn Those of a movie that's 3 hours Are you calling long. it boring? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: No, but 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 the other ones, the other ones many of which I saw, I I wouldn't be surprised to okay. see win just because they seem like the types of movies that could win. Mm-hmm. Like a licorice um,
2: pizza kind
0: of Yeah. Now now Coda is the one that I am cheering for mm-hmm. far and away above the others. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons I like it so much is because it doesn't feel like a best picture movie. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. it's kind of one of those movies that oh, that was my favorite movie last year, but it's not a quote unquote Oscar best picture type. Yeah, like West Side Story, or Power of the Dog, you know, yeah. even even like li- Licorice Pizza. Right. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, it, it nothing about it says this is a prestige movie. Right. It's just a good movie that I could have seen be completely under the radar with most people and so i'm i'm thrilled that it's gotten nominated just because it was far and away my favorite movie i would love i'm not expecting it to win but it would be awesome i would love
1: to see it win but yeah not a famous director no famous actors other than maybe marley matlin who's won before um it's not a it's a smaller movie although it ended up getting bought by apple from sundance you know for 25 years yeah right right but So now here's, it's also kind of why, a
2: streaming movie kind of so
1: yeah but here's mm-hmm, a little yeah. hint here's here's something that it has going for it that there's a little theory me. that it actually <laughs> could win best picture by the way it's also not nominated for best director so that has that's a strike <sighs> against it it won the top on ense- ensemble like best ensemble of the sag awards which Fair often right. does go to the best picture winner and that was a big shocker that was a surprise okay. win so marley matlin troy kotzer Amelia jones all those people got to go on stage and sign you know they had interpreters troy kotzer is is going to win the best supporting actor oscar by the way but like so coda like parasite won the best ensemble so there Mm. there are some people that believe it could win it could come very close especially with the ranked voting preference of best picture um i think though i would still pick power of the dog to win um But but yeah,
0: Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised at all if Power of the Dog won because it's it's it seems like that kind of movie, right? You know, it's 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 hard to categorize, but it's like, oh yeah, that totally seems like the kind of movie that you know people would get. get, Belfast
1: uh, is also one that could win. It's it's won some awards, but um, and it's sort of like uh, Roma. Which came out a few years ago, which is sort of a, sure, yeah, you know, a, a passion, personal project for its director about his homeland, kind of like Alfonso right, Cuarón's right. Mexico City depiction, and it's mm-hmm. it's black and white, and and uh, Roma won best director that year, but it did not win best picture, um, which went. I'm thinking Green, that Green might Book. be what happens
2: here. I could see it winning best director. I'm not sure about. You, that. You, you
0: think that uh, Brownell might mm-hmm. get best yeah. director champion. In
2: well, I mean, especially if he's not, if they didn't get a cinematography nomination yeah. for that one, like I, yeah. I,
0: think. I Well, and it would make sense if, like, if Coda won Best Picture, then you know maybe it can't yeah. win
1: Best Director. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think I exactly. think Jane Campion is. I, in fact, I've even heard that the Oscars may not want to give Best Picture to *Power of the Dog*, but Campion, Jane Campion, is going to win Best Director. But then maybe Coda or Belfast wins Best Picture. Best Picture, mm. but it's hard to I say. But I think Josh, I think, I think you're right about, like yeah. I think you're right about like don't look up, not winning. Drive my car, not winning. Yeah. Right. Dune, right. you know, probably not. Although it may be the most no. visually, but it's oh, probably, probably not going to win. It's
2: definitely going to win the best visual, I think.
0: Yeah. It, well, and this so because here's a here's a question that is related that maybe you guys can't quite answer. Okay. Is how many of these because this this is this to me is a very defining question
3: mm-hmm.
0: how many of these movies would you actually want in your own permanent collection
2: i bought belfast because i wanted to watch it before you already the oscars have? so it's on its way yeah but um
0: because i'm thinking probably at least three of these
2: i'd say the same
0: i would i would say worthy belfast coda and dune i think would be ones that i would i would want permanent copies
1: of i'd I, like
2: to own west side story too that one was a good
1: one. I really yeah. like that. Yeah, and I own it on Disney Plus. Um, I like Licorice Pizza. I mean, I like uh, yeah Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas. I haven't Anderson, seen yeah. Licorice Pizza, but I plan to watch that because I've liked a lot of his movies. Yeah, no, you you like
0: that. You like um, that. So, you love I, and see that's that was another snub for me. Was I I love uh, Bradley Cooper. His
2: <laughs> I figured you'd want. Him oh my a gosh. <laughs>
0: holy cow he was so funny in well that. that
2: was another one that i thought was snubbed with um west side story um mike faced i think is his name
1: oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah oh my yeah, goodness right. i don't
2: know how he wasn't nominated for Best he was so actor.
1: good yeah. yeah he
2: stole the scene in every he, scene he was in like he was yep absolutely incredible so yeah
1: ariana debose yeah. is gonna win though so that's nice definitely so yeah supporting actress yeah no I she was she was good. there she was good <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, like as I'm looking over these, mm-hmm. it, it is really kind of the same problem we've been talking about, right? Which is that most people are not going to be very familiar with the majority of these. Yeah. Like outside of like Dune, mm-hmm. they're going to be like what What was, you know, And well, and West, West Side Story. West Side Story was a general ple- uh, pleaser. Here's
2: my thought, though, because a lot of these are available on streaming services. So I do wonder if because of that. Cause I recognize all of these. I feel like a lot of years I didn't even recognize Mm. half of them, but I know of every single one of these. You know what I mean? And like, I've, I've seen more of these than I have seen in recent years. And that was just like coincidental viewings. It wasn't like I was like how you Josh, you were purposefully watching all the, all the like top tier movies. Right. So I, I, I do feel yes. like this is a little and maybe it's because there were fewer movies last year last year where it's like,
0: eh, I think it's because you're a film student and you're making
1: positive uh, changes and resolutions <laughs> in your life. Mm-hmm.
2: That could be that could be.
1: Did you think last going downhill from here? Did you think last year's choice was the right one for Nomadland?
0: Oh, uh, that's, that, I was just going to ask you, was Nomadland the winner? Um,
1: for me, I would I
0: Nomad Nomadland just fine. Okay. I don't. What were you gonna pick, Mark? Because I'm trying to remember what else was. There. I would have
1: picked the father, and then maybe oh, Minari. Oh, I see that. Minari. Um,
0: yeah, Minari was good. I didn't actually see the father. Oh,
1: that was that was my I know. favorite movie yeah. I think of the year.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember what else. Because the same type of deal, you know. Mink. I mean,
2: yeah, see these Mink. ones. I didn't Sound Sound know metal, any of them.
0: Trial of the Chicago Mink, Mink Seven. Mink. I couldn't get into. Mink. I could not get into. Uh Promising Young Woman was Sound cool. of Metal was good. Promising Young Woman was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, the Judas Chicago the, 7. Judas and the Black Messiah. That one I didn't see. Yeah. I, I haven't me. seen that one either. See,
2: I, but I didn't even hear about half of
0: Well, and is, yeah. But isn't this a good question, though? It's like, how many of these can you even remember a year later? Yeah. Do you even remember these?
1: Yeah, um, I, I haven't seen... I've seen about half of those. I did see The Trial of the Chicago 7. Mm-hmm. It was good. It's kind of like a TV movie. I, it didn't feel... Mm-hmm kind Of felt like one of those movies that only slid into best picture category because of the pandemic because there were lots of movies that were not released that were planned exactly. to be in 2020. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, but I liked The Father quite a bit. I, in fact, I, I right after I saw it, that no, I heard night, good things about it probably at like midnight. I went and wrote a review on Facebook because I just wanted to talk about it so bad <laughs> and like share my thoughts. And so I, I loved it, I so thought it was great. Well,
0: well, Mark, the, the. The readers and listeners to the Utah.film website and Utah (laughs) film pod would love to get your full breakdown of any of these movies, as I would say from from Danny. And, you know, maybe they want to hear from me, too. Um, But uh, I don't know. Any any final thoughts before the Oscars of 2022 give us uh,
1: their final verdicts? For me, I'm excited that there's a host again. I think it's dumb to do it without a host. They're doing three, three hosts, hostesses, MCs. I don't know if you're supposed to call them now, but yeah. Oh, it just
2: means they're not doing Ricky Gervais, and so I'm already like. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Thumbs
0: down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I I agree. It's it's kind of cringy when there isn't. Although sometimes the host can be cringy too. But. Right. I don't know. It's it's kind of no win right now, I guess.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I'll be watching them
0: though.
2: Yeah, no. I hope. Absolutely. I hope it's
0: a better production than last year, just because. <laughs> it's in not that. It, it, uh, well, it, it was just weird. You know, yeah. it was just kind of like this weird dinner party where everybody was just a little bit awkward and uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and
2: <laughs> so a dinner party.
0: You know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> like the, like the dinner party from The Office.
2: Oh. Oh my <laughs> goodness.
0: Oof. Oh. Yeah, just a a moment of silence in honor of that that gem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, well, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to the Utah Film Pod on behalf of Mark and Danny and myself. We appreciate your support. And if you have any comments or questions or thoughts or rants or anything, (laughs) just go on the interwebs and throw them our way and we'll think about responding maybe, I don't know. (laughs) But uh, have yourself a good one and we'll see you on the flip side of the Oscars. Take care.